Hello and welcome to the Shiny Bees podcast, a podcast for those who like their knitting, comedy and yarn in equally large measures. I'm your host, Joan Milmine, and this is episode 108, Speckles, So Hot or So Not. I feel a need to laugh again with you, if that's alright. Hello, hello and welcome, one and all. How are you? It is Joe. I am back with you again today with episode 108 of the podcast. Very excited to be here and be back podcasting to you today. Thank you so much to everyone who has been in touch since the last episode. That was 107 with the fabulous, the wonderful, the kick-ass, take no prisoners, take no shit, Countess Blaze, aka Lindsay, who was here with me last time talking about... Um, Exposure is a method of payment, misogyny and um, ageism and all sorts of the other good stuff that we get thrown at us every single day and we're a little bit sick of it and we had things, capital things, capital T things to say about this so we did, we went and said it and uh, the feedback from that has been great it's been amazing to hear from so many of you and to meet so many of you at edinburgh i did tip up to edinburgh yarn festival a little bit unannounced on the thursday and saw quite a few of you who said you were really glad to have us back um and it was great to hear from me again and obviously from Lindsay, uh but also uh just really echoing and agreeing and showing your support for um basically telling people who do that kind of ridiculous stuff to shove it up their backsides because us knitters we don't take no messing when it comes to that sort of thing so that has been amazing and I have an update for you from that if you are now following the Countess as a result of hearing her from here or you follow her already um, then you will, maybe will have seen this but I have an update the Pre-orders and manufacture, it sounds wrong really, the creation, the making of the ship tea and tray bake and the if I want exposure I will get my tits out colourways has ceased now. She closed orders for that on the 31st of March and I have some amazing, exciting news for you. So she confirmed that as of close of play on that day she had sold 1,031 skeins of those two colourways, which has raised £3,093 for Women's Aid, the charity that that was supporting, which I think has thoroughly, utterly and completely given the rods to these idiots around the corner who wanted to basically piggyback on, on a charity event as an excuse uh, for asking people to do things for free and has shown them exactly how you raise money for charity and give two fingers to this kind of stuff in the process which is amazing super proud of her for doing that and it has been on top of obviously she dyes a lot of yarn anyway she sells a lot of yarn anyway she's got her own club she's got her own yarn apart from that her own updates apart from that so to get that turned and out so quickly I think has been a bit of a feat I think it I think it tired her out a little bit she was taken a little bit by surprise um with regard to the, the amount of support, and I know I can speak for her and say she has been completely blown away and she, she just thinks it's incredible. She's had to go and sit down in a dark room. Obviously, as you know, she's 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 very clear about this and she's mentioned it before on the show. Um, she does have Asperger's and this amount of people in, like it wears her out. So if you've sent messages or anything like that and she's not got back to you, please don't be offended. She is taking some much needed quiet time in a dark room to kind of process all of this. Um, and 
you know, the the amount of things that have, have kind of gone on have been amazing. She's she is thrilled. I am thrilled. Um, everyone who's got the yarn seems to be thrilled. I've seen a couple of pairs of socks knitted up already in it. It looks amazing. It is eye searing, which is my favourite kind of yarn. Um, and it's just really good. So well done to all of you. Well done to all of you um, and to us for basically showing them how it's done. So that is amazing now if you missed out on it and if you're feeling sad if there are any because she did she did pre-dye some of the sock yarn in anticipation of, of of it kind of blowing up a little bit and um if she has any spare she will take them to woolen she's going in person to woolen in actual dublin actual countess in person um in may so if she has any spares it will go with her there and obviously any sales from that again um the three three quid per skin will go to women's aid now if you missed out if you are if you didn't like the colors of the yarn because it was pretty bright my phone is not coping with the colors of that yarn um and you want to contribute in some way, then please do consider do um, giving a donation to your local women's shelter or your local women's charity or directly to Women's Aid. Um, rather than buy the yarn, um, which obviously isn't available anymore, you can go and do that and show your support in that way. But well done. Well done. Round of applause for all of you and um, for all of us. You can expect to... Um, hear a lot more opinionated stuff from me going forwards. Um, um, and I have some kind of news for you about what where I see the podcast going and what where I've been and what's been going on that I am going to share over the next few episodes with you. I don't want to kind of do a massive download all at once. It's not the me, me, me show, but it is the partially me show because I do tend to share stories and try and make you laugh and try and entertain you. <laughs> as much as possible on the show um so I will obviously I will let you in I will let you know what's been going on because a lot of you have been asking a lot of you have been kind of quietly messaging me and emailing and asking how things are going um, and when I've seen you in person at events and things although again events I've, I've stepped back from completely last year um you have been asking and I don't want you to feel like I'm not I'm not sharing with you anymore because that's not that's not how I do things um, around here, certainly. So I will be sharing more of that. And before my podcast went on a break last sort of March time, um, an unintended and extended break, <laughs> um, there were quite a few that the, the episodes were beginning to become more opinionated and a bit more pushing of boundaries and talking about issues in and around knitting that I'd maybe don't agree with or the there's the something I feel like needs to be said about and they got a really good response they I got a lot of emails from people saying you know like I feel like this is actually you sometimes your podcast like not in a mean way like and I appreciate that people can talk to me in this way said that sometimes it, you know like it, it could feel a bit like you're one of the gang and and this it feels like it's really you and and I really took those comments to heart and felt like I was being completely me on the podcast in the last kind of few episodes like um your permission is not required um and and episodes in like that one where I'm kind of speaking out against some of this thing that I think is a little bit bollocks and um I got a really good response from that which I was I was really really pleased about but at the time there was a few things happening in sort of shiny life as it were I was um in the middle of closing down my subscription yarn business the golden skein um not because I didn't love it or it didn't make money but because I was due to move overseas because you know I do love a good house move the the running joke in this house is is once the inside of the windows are dirty we move house and um you'll know if you've been listening to the podcast for the last nearly six years now that um 
we've been in a lot of houses since then, a lot of countries, a lot of places, and it's something that happens for us very, very often. And I was due to move overseas. I was going to go and get a medical. Um, I was in the middle of closing down my yarn business because I was moving overseas, basically, um, for an extended period. And um, I just felt like that, you know, like it was a more sensible thing to do, not because I didn't enjoy it or didn't have big plans for it, just because managing something like that as a product-based business um, from overseas, even if it's only quarterly, um, is still an undertaking and not one that I had any bandwidth to undertake at that point. Because I was going overseas and I was due to be homeschooling my kids. <laughs> I know, crazy, um, for, for some period as well as my client work that I do and everything else. So I went for this this medical and I found out on the medical that I had a problem with my platelets in my blood. Um, the platelets are the bits that stop make your blood clot, stop you from bleeding if you cut yourself. Um, I had no symptoms of anything and um, I had to have this blood test and it came back that I had lower platelets and the doctor recommended that I didn't go any anywhere and that I go and get it checked out first because it can be an indicator of some really nasty stuff like leukemia and all kinds of other things now before hold on to your socks like calm down it's fine I am fine I'll just put that out there now I am fine um but I do still have low platelets and I have a condition called ITP immune thrombocytopenia and what that means is basically my body thinks my platelets are germs or bad guys and um it kills the platelets off because it thinks it's attacking an infection. And um, it's normally something that kids get or older ladies get. So I'm a bit of an anomaly um, being only 34, 35 now and having having ITP. But it's something that you can have for, for years and years and years. And a lot of people have it and they don't even know they've got it because it only comes up in a blood test, right? But I had to go and get all of that checked out, get it all monitored, like get blood tests every three months and get it all monitored to ch- and have like liver scans and spleen scans and things just to check it wasn't anything dodgy. Um, and it's not. Uh, and, and they seem to be now finally on the way back up from around 50 odd, well, I'm about 70 now, which is still only about half of the minimum, but it's still, I'm good for brain surgery. So if I need brain surgery, I'm going to be fine. Um, but obviously all that kind of stuff, um, as, as it does, when something unexpected comes up with your health, it turns everything upside down. So instead of moving overseas, I've been back in the UK, albeit doing a lot of travelling around, um, but I've been kind of managing the house, the family, everything else, and trying to kind of support my body to, to try and make myself better because there is no treatment for ITP. It is, it's, it's just there. You can't fix it. Um, you can bring the levels up with temporary things like um, steroids and stuff, but you can't, it's not curable. Like, So in order to give my body the, like, the best chance of, of making itself better, I decided to kind of like rein back on everything and just do like the minimum I needed to keep the house and the kids and, 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 and in, in place basically and surviving. So um, I just took a big step back from everything, took a step back from the business from and closed that down, took a step back from the podcast Um. And, and took a step back from knitting really took a step back from actually knitting and took a step back from going to events and and just really just moved back completely um to concentrate on that core core keeping people and things alive and ticking along business and it has been a struggle it's been very very hard work and um, my husband has been overseas completely properly overseas um not coming back and forth he was away a lot anyway he was away a lot anyway in his previous job. In this job, is away even more. Um, and it's hard. It is hard. So I'm not a, not a single parent, but I'm a solo parent, which means you kind of, 
you hold you have to still hold that space for the other person that's that's not there and it's a tricky in between purgatory type thing where you're still kind of considering other people but you're on your own for the most part um and trying to deal with with other stuff um we also find out that my little my little animal he has he has a few issues with his speech and we find out he has a genetic condition at the end of the year and um that's has now got even more ramifications that we're dealing with but there's just been a lot going on a lot going on and that's you know like luckily none of it is life-threatening and we are we're, we're all fine but I was just busy coping essentially um, and I know a lot of you are in similar situations where you're dealing with things in your life and um, whether it's illness or separated families or or whatever else it is it is sometimes you're just like I haven't got anything to give to the internet and to other people and for me for this podcast like I want to be that breath of fresh air for you I want to be someone that makes you laugh that you feel comfortable with that you feel like you're in the pub and you're having a great time and for this 20 minutes 40 minutes 60 minutes however long I want to go on for you feel like you are just chilling out with a mate you know you're just like taking it easy and it's, it's an escape. I want that to be an escape for you. That's always been my intent for the podcast. It's why I do it. And um, I didn't really feel like I could give you that. And I had to just, just step back, really. And it is what it is. Um, I'm not going to apologise. It needed to happen. And for me, I'm just like, if I can't be that person for you, if I don't have this energy to share with you, and if I can't entertain you because I'm busy spinning plates, then then it then it must rest I'm not going to give you a half-assed miserable podcast so so that's that's it that's where I've been that's the the short version and um yeah that that that's all sort of under control now and I'll talk more about other parts of things that have gone on in particular like I want to discuss the the not knitting so much part of things and um think a little bit more around knitting as as ways that we use it and when we stop knitting and, and why we stop knitting and when we start and a lot of stuff about inspiration around knitting that I've got kind of planned to talk about in future episodes. Um, but for this one, this one in particular, I'm going to be talking about speckled yarn. Speckles, so hot or so not. That's what we're going to be talking about for kind of like the discussion part of today. And um, I'm super excited to be back again and talking about things. I'm not sure how this is going to go because I did a little, um, in my group on Facebook, I did a little straw poll um, and the, two thirds of the people are in, in the hot camp and spoiler, I'm in the not camp. So get yourself a brew, get your knitting and we're going to crack on with the rest of the show. So speckled yarns then. Speckled yarns, massively, massively popular at the moment. And this particular kind of prompt came to me via Edinburgh Yarn Festival, which I did attend. I went on the Thursday and it was good. It was nice. I like the changes that they made. It definitely felt a lot less claustrophobic than the last time I went, which was not last year, the year before, when it was a little bit crazy and a bit pushy-shovey and just didn't feel very civilised. <laughs> Now, as I said, I didn't go last year, but I did hear that it was very, very busy and they made changes this year. They had an extra day. They changed how um, the social areas were set out and had a big kind of social area in the marquee. And um, I went on Thursday, it was ticket only. There was no kind of, um, you couldn't get in on the door. 
and so it was a lot more chilled, a lot more chill, which meant I had more time for walking around, saying hello to people, actually spotting people because there was space to see who was there. Um, speaking to stallholders I've not seen for a little while because as I mentioned, I've not been to any shows uh, for about a year or so and um, just generally have a look around at what was on offer. And I had a couple of conversations with a couple of my dear, dear friends um, about yarn and I have to say, like, being brutal, I, I, before last year, I went to a lot of shows and I make it my business to know exactly what yarn is out there on the market. Like, I like to know. Um, and as I mentioned, like, the Golden Skin was talking about that. That was my job to know what was, what was out there, what was new, who was new, what they were doing, what was the best stuff, which was average, what, whatever, what was going on. Um, and through my one-to-one work with clients, I need to know, like, exactly what's going on in the knitting world. So, um, I had a couple of conversations with with two of my friends regarding speckled yarns. Now, I noticed when I was walking around that there's nothing really set my heart on fire this year. When I looked, I was like, a little bit meh, same old, same old. And that, I'm not being bitchy, like that, that is it. Like, not, not for me, no one was really doing anything that was super different this year. I didn't feel personally that there was anything that I had to have because it was so different and new and I am a different and new person I'm not a bandwagon person I don't want to follow the trend I want to be ahead of the trend and that that's how I am that's why I knit I want things to be different I want to make something that is exactly how I want it that is different from everybody else's and that's that's why I knit and um, I really didn't feel like not, not and that's not to say that there wasn't lovely stuff there that there was lovely stuff there but there was nothing that I was like wow this is different I have to have it right now I did buy a little bit of yarn I did get some um, BFL mohair blend from the knitting goddess who's been a long 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 time favorite of mine and who you will be hearing from we had quite a heated discussion in um, an interview a few months ago that I, I, I hadn't put out until it'll be coming out shortly and um, but I've, I've, I've kind of sat on that a little bit she has been my favorite for a long time um, or one of my favorites for a long time and that was the only yarn I bought um, and it was only because Erica Eccles basically kept me there chatting entertaining me and having a laugh that basically this this skin went in my hand and then it's like one of those things where you give a pet a name and then you can't eat it not that I'm suggesting you eat your dog or anything but like you know say you had a sheep and you gave it a name then you can't eat it well it was a bit like that like this yarn had been in my hand so long it was kind of rude not to buy it um and it's beautiful mohair and bfl I'll talk about that in another episode anyway but as I was saying like I really didn't feel like there was anything there that knocked my socks off completely um and I had this conversation with a couple of other people and one of them was like everything is speckles like I'm so sick of speckle yarn I don't get speckled yarn like why are all the people or a lot of people that did really good other kinds of yarn now just doing speckles just to be on the bandwagon um, and to, to hack into a trend and obviously there's a very good reason why people hack into trends it's because it, that's what's selling right now when you're a business and you want to make money right like I get that um, but there is kind of a beauty of knowing that um, whatever you do whatever you want like if you want a certain kind of yarn then you know where to get it like um travel knitter if I want a red yarn that's very beautifully done and has got loads of tones and depth to it and isn't just like a flat boring red 
then I'm going to go to Travel Knitter because nobody does red yarn like Travel Knitter does red yarn. And it takes her a lot of bloody work to get that red yarn like it is, let me tell you. Um, and I know that and I'm happy to fork over all of my spare spending money to get that red yarn because she's really good at that. And I know that if I want red yarn, she is my person. But what... And I agree with the, this this particular person I was having a conversation with. What I kind of like think it's a bit of a shame is when people go from what they're really good at and what they're known for just to follow a trend um and that I don't know it doesn't sit very well with me but then I don't buy speckled yarn like I don't I don't have any speckled yarn the only speckled yarn I, I, I the only yarn I have that has speckles on it is is one I made with Lindsay um <laughs> orange mocha frappuccino like I don't I don't like speckles spoiler I don't like speckles but there were there were a lot of speckled yarns and I just felt like it was all a little bit samey and I had a conversation with another friend who was like I've come and I've come looking for a, I want a nice gradient I want to crochet this shawl and I want a nice just a nice gradient um you know plenty of yardage on it nice colors nice gradient I want to crochet this shawl and if I have a gradient yarn then I don't you know like it just does itself it's dead easy for me I work hard in the dash want a gradient yarn. I can't find a decent gradient and at like, one time not that long ago you could get plenty of gradient yarns that were a bit different and there was lots of choice and you could find them and you, you buy one ball and you don't think about it you crack on right? and I know like you could kind of like make them and you you can put skeins together to make a fade or as I call it find your yawn because I think it's boring I don't care if it's blasphemy fades bore me I think they're overdone and um, I told you I was going to be opinionated and I am I, I, I don't rate fades I don't I don't like it um but this this idea that things have become a little bit homogenous was a conversation that we had. And that conversation I had with these two different people who have very different tastes in yarns. One's a knitter, one's a crocheter. Different needs for the yarns, different um, ways that they they dress, different ways they use yarns to accessorise and make things for them to wear. Completely different people. Both said the same thing, like, I'm over speckles, I'm done with speckles. I think there are, there's too many of them and I'm just not finding what I'm really looking for because it's all a little bit samey dare I say and obviously that's not why you have hand-dyed yarn it's not why you do knitting of your own products and, and you make your own clothes so because so you can be like everyone else but it's not why I do it anyway it might be why you do it and if it is that's cool like I'm not running you down if you don't like speckles but I'm just telling you this is the background of the conversation that we were having and um so what I want to do is talk a little bit about speckles and, and get your opinion, really. I want a bit of audience participation here. I would love to hear your opinion on speckled yarns because they've been quite popular for the last kind of year or two, really. They've really kind of come to the fore and they seem to be everywhere, a little bit ubiquitous. And um, I want to hear it from you. I want to hear all about who your favourite dyes are that are doing good speckles because there are good speckles and there are bad speckles people like everything else there's good ones and there's bad ones and who is making the best patterns writing the best patterns for speckles and writing patterns that really show off these yarns to good effect now you know me you know me well now you know that I I love yarn I think there's a yarn for every purpose and there is a purpose for speckles there really is um I'm just saying I don't like them in a lot of patterns. Um, in the same way that most of you don't like fun fur, but I bloody love it. Like eyelash yarn, it makes me giggle, it makes me smile. Tinsel yarn, 
Sets my world on fire at Christmas. I can't wait to go to Black Sheep and hoff in a bit of plastic tinsel yarn. I, like, I love yarns. Every yarn has a place. Um, but some of them are, are tricky to use and um, tricky to see the merit of. And for me, speckled yarns are one of them. So what what is a speckled yarn? Like, Let's get to the, the meat and two veg of this. What, what, what is a speckled yarn? Now, a speckled yarn is, is a yarn generally hand-dyed, although there are a lot of... Um, machine dyed not machine dyed like commercially dyed yarn Serdar do speckled yarn like it's not a new thing um but generally wasn't a big thing in the hand dyed world in the same way that it has been in the commercial world where you get like your Serdar kind of crofter and all that kind of stuff for baby knitting where you'll have the majority of a yarn is one color and then you'll have little different flecks of other colors in it now in a machine like a commercial dyed yarn I can't machine dyed because they are dyed by big machines um, the, these colours are sprayed on at very kind of, you know, like set intervals. That's how they make it. The colours applied by machine, set intervals. And so it's very uniform. Um, and it tends to be baby yarns that you find this on. It looks like little bits of confetti, adds a bit of interest for a baby yarn, makes it a cute. And it's, you know, it's acrylic, it's washable, pukeable on indestructible, for pretty much to the heat death of the universe is the, is the sad thing about acrylic yarns. But that's generally what they've been seen where they've, these particular dye techniques have been seen until the last couple of years uh, where speckles in hand dyed yarn have become a lot more of a thing. Now, some pl- people have gone in it big time. People like Hedgehog Fibres have gone into it big time um, and done a lot of speckly stuff. Um, other people have stuck to, they've always been known for bowl saturated colours, um, solids, semi-solids, and that's what they've stuck to. But a lot of people have started to dye these speckled yarns as well, hand dye them. Now, speckled yarns differ from variegated yarns because there are lots of different dye styles of yarn. Um, I lo- as you know, I love variegated yarn. Absolutely love it. Cannot get enough of that stuff. I, I want my yarn to be changing colour every two minutes when I'm knitting. Like, I love that. Um, equally, self-striping yarns. Bloody love self-striping yarns for the same reason. My attention span is fully, fully taken up by that oh, look, I only need to do another five stitches and I'm on a new colour. How amazing is that? It's like a whole different knitting experience. It's like getting, you know, a knickerbocker glory and having 15 different flavours of ice cream in it. Like, you, there's no need to get bored with this kind of yarn. Like, I do like a crazy yarn. Um, but with with variegated yarns, they tend to be longer colour repeats. So you'll get longer lines of different colours. And it tends to be a little bit more uniform because of the way that they're dyed. Some of them are incredibly uniform in the way that they've been, even hand-dyed, have been created for a variegated yarn. So they have longer, tend to have longer colour repeats. Speckles tend to be much shorter, one or two or three stitches, little flecks of colour everywhere. And they tend to be more colours in a speckled yarn. Um, I find certainly um, more seems to be more when it comes to speckles. And the more random... So the re- one of the reasons why I don't like speckled yarn is because it 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 looks like a mess. It looks like someone's dropped a tin of paint on the floor and it's gone everywhere. Like I, I it looks untidy. It looks messy. There is no repeating patterns. There's no symmetry to it. <laughs> um, and for that reason, I just I just think they look really messy. They look messy. They look untidy. I don't I don't I don't like it looking untidy. That's the thing for me, clearly. Um, in 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 a different way to variegated, where 
the patterns tend to be a lot more uniform and, and predictable. Now, maybe that's the way my brain works. I don't know. Some people love the fact that, you know, variegated, uh, not variegated, speckled yarns can produce a much more kind of like impressionistic, abstract um, swatch when you knit with them. And it's they like to look for all the different little bits of singular colour. And that's why they like it. They are a Marmite yarn. They are a Marmite yarn. In the same way that Funfair is a Marmite yarn. You can be on one side or the other side. And um, the way they're dyed is, is different as well. So when you dye a speckled yarn, you can create it using a number of, of different techniques. Now, you could do it by sprinkling dry dye powder onto different areas of the yarn and then letting that soak in to create an effect. You can stipple it with like a, a stiff brush and stipple bits of it to add the yarn that way you can hand paint bits of it to add little speckles of yarn that way you can use syringes and you can steam it and you can you know there's all different ways that you can create it and every dyer like in the north we, we have lobbies we have um hot pot right and everyone's got their own way of making a hot pot and it's the same with speckled yarns every every dyer like every other yarn they have their own methods they develop to create these yarns and a lot of the popularity of of speckled yarn in particular has come from the great god westy who um you know he is someone who likes to push forward but almost makes his yarn crafting a fashion thing and he's very out there and very theatrical and he's an absolute sweetie even though he's about 70 foot tall he's enormous and if you've never met him in real life like he is enormous like he's a good foot taller than anybody else um and then he's inevitably covered in all sorts of adornments and jewelry and lycra loves a bit of lycra does our westie and um, he's just he's such fun he's a, such a sweetheart and i did interview him on the podcast um a couple of years ago now i can't remember the number but i will link to it in the show notes but I, I, you can meet him on there as well he's he's so sweet he's he's lovely he's not at all like you imagine he would be when you actually meet him he's a sweetheart but he you know he's been doing a lot of stuff with brioche um stitch and creating these patterns that specifically work with this speckled yarn and he's into he's into more is more he's a bit of a maximalist he's definitely not minimalist um, in any way shape or form and this particular type of yarn really works for him and his designs now if you look at westy six seven eight years ago um he was not maximalist he was very um a lot of solids uh, very kind of structural quite normal shall i say like very safe patterns when he first kind of started and as he's gone on they've got more and more and more bright more neon more speckles more everything i'm a big fan of more like i like more i like what he's doing with that um and equally andrea maori who's become very popular over the last kind of 12 months or so she's done the find your yarn sorry find your fade <laughs> I just I find fades really boring. I'm sorry. You can all hate me. Like I, I this is going to cause an argument. I'm sure, but I, I'm, I don't like them because you've got one messy yarn and then you're going to pair it with another four or five. Like no. <laughs> um, but you know she's found ways of getting these yarns and making them and really working with the properties of the yarn, um, and the patterns and the colours and really making them into things that are a lot more wearable that loads of people love like I said to you it's a marmite thing I hate marmite I hate speckled yarn you hate tinsel yarn it's fine like I'm I'm down with your decision to do that um 
but for me, I find that's just like messy with more messy. But I, I can appreciate the designs and how they've been put together and the cleverness of how these particular designs have been created to really work with those properties of that yarn because ultimately I love all yarn and there is a place for all yarn. And I think that's super clever how that's been done and really worked with um, to enhance it, you know, make something out of it that is, is workable because all yarns can be scary um, bright yarn can be scary, neon can be scary, variegated can be scary and comes with its own problems with pooling and flashing, which I personally love, but other people hate. And um, speckles are no different. Speckles are no different. And it's all about getting that, that yarn and pattern pairing and really the synergy that you get from putting these things together. And both Westy and Andrea Murray and other people, I mean, jo um, not Jolie, Hohe has been, um, you know, working with a lot of these kind of transitional patterns as well. Um, recently and people love them people are all over them and that's cool like we want to have little we, we're gonna always have trends and we're gonna have different stuff um but this is this comes down to the big question it's almost like a, a market not a market research but I'm interested to hear because like I said I did a quick straw poll in my group yesterday if you're not in my group on Facebook you can find it at facebook slash group slash shiny bees podcast community there will be a link on the show notes at shinybees.com but I'm interested to hear do you like them speckled yarns if you do who who does the best ones like tell me who your favorite dyes are that are producing these speckled yarns at the moment and tell me what your favorite patterns are and your favorite designers are for these yarns because much as I don't like them and I think they look like a bowl of cat sick right um a lot of you do, and it's not my job to judge, it's my job to bring you the best of everything and find it and, and share it with you, you know, and so we can all find the kind of stuff that we want. So t tell me, let me know who you think is doing good work with these kinds of yarns, and, and then we can put some kind of resource together for everyone to go and, go and have a look at. But I am, I'm in camp not when it comes to to speckles I have to say unless it is all one colour speckles on grey or something like that or very uniform speckles I'm a camp not for random random speckles D dirty looking yarn that's not me at all um, but what are you what, which camp are you in maybe we should get some badges made um, speckles are they so hot or so not let me know Tell me why I don't like speckles. Tell me why I don't like speckles. Well, there we go. There we go. <laughs> no offense sitting around here, eh? No offense sitting around here. But seriously, like this is why this is why we knit. This is why we make stuff is so that we can make whatever we want. And it's okay for you to use whatever yarn you want and knit whatever you want. And if that's a novelty toilet roll cover in a hundred quid kevia or whatever else, then roll with it I am all for that but definitely let me know hop over into my group and um, send me a message whatever you want to do and let me know what your thoughts are in terms of who's who's dying good speckled yarn and who is making great speckled yarn patterns so that's all we have time for this week because I've just seen the postman walk past and my dogs are going to go nuts when they see him I hope you've enjoyed the show and I am looking forward to being back with you again next time with an interview. Very excited to be bringing some new voices to you and some familiar faces to you and having some different conversations with some of them about some of the issues around kind of knitting and yarn crafting. Very, very excited. So have a lovely week, my friends. Knit on and I will speak to you all again soon. Cheers. Cheers.
You've been listening to the Shiny Bees podcast. Show notes to this episode can be found over at shinybees.com forward slash 108. If you have enjoyed the show today, please consider going over to iTunes and leaving a review over there to help other people find the show. I feel a need to laugh again with you. If that's all